Hello, I'm Kim. I'm Jennifer. And we're with Two Girls in a Bible. And we are back with our Bible study of Women of the Bible. Yes. And we are picking up where we left off last week with Sarah. Yes. So we're going to do a short recap. And uh, Jennifer's going to do a short recap. And then we're just going to dive in. Well, Sarah was carrying the promise of the nation. She was Abraham's wife. And without Sarah... Without Sarah, and at the time, before she uh, received the promise, her name was Sarai, Sarai, which meant my princess. However, the Lord changed her name with the promise that he gave her, which would, which meant that she was going to be the, fu- the mother of many nations because Abraham was promised a multitude. Yeah, he was uh, going to be the matriarch. The, ma- the patriarch. Yeah, patriarch, not of, matriarch. <laughs> the patriarch um, of, of Israel. So exactly. he was going to birth a, an amazing uh, nation. As, 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 as many as the stars in the sky. Yes, or the sands on the, on the sea. And yeah. so um, Sarah, but Sarah was the one carrying the promise. And, and she was in a situation where her body was old. Yeah, she was just old. Yeah, so her her body had had dried up. There was no promise for the future, yeah. uh, as far as she, she was could going see. Into menopause. Yeah, she was menopausal. Hey, we know what it's like to be menopausal. Yeah. Well, at least I do. I don't yeah, know about I you do. ladies out yeah. there, but I definitely know what it what it's like to be menopausal. Just saying, it ain't fun. No, but it can. But at the time, she was actually looking at the condition of her body, and Abraham was looking at the condition of his body. And mm-hmm. although she was the mother of faith, her faith was weak because of her circumstances and she goes about trying to take her search her circumstances and the promise of God that she was going to birth a child that would be mm-hmm. the head of many nations right mm-hmm. the promise of that she was going to take into her own hands and because she wanted to see the the promise fulfilled she asked Abraham to sleep with her handmaiden Hagar Hagar and we can see well we all know that that didn't turn out well no and matter of fact, they're still fighting about it over in the Middle East now. Yeah, that that exactly. one decision, all that these one years, decision. All and these you know, years later. God had a plan for Sarah all along to have her first child you in her this. old age. After every prospect of a natural fulfillment of prophecy was exhausted, and after every earthly reason for hope was completely dead, the Yahweh would put His power on display. Oh, and what that it. means is actually God was, showing that God was saying, "Okay." <laughs> You're going to have a child way beyond your childbearing years. Yeah. And you're going to have them where people are, you've been barren all this time. Yeah. And you're going to have a child when you're 90 years old. He didn't mm. tell her 90, but it was 90 when she had actually the, actually had had the, the child. child. And Abraham was 100. So can you imagine having a child at 90 years old? That is really hard. Yeah. I can't imagine having a child at 90 years old. I don't even want to try. But God said, this way, the people will know that mm-hmm. it was me. Yeah. And so, therefore, Abraham is called the father of many nations. Yes, Abraham is the father of many nations. So, we are going to jump in where we left off. So, that's kind of where we're at. And our topic today is going to be tough to swallow. I'm moving the table. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to do it indiscreetly, but it's not working very much. Yeah, and I'm not a very indiscreet person. I'm like, what? What do you want? (laughs) Anyway, we're trying not to wiggle the table so it doesn't shake. But anyway, we're so excited because um, in this this week's study, we are actually going to be going into the tough to swallow in lesson one of the Max Licato Bible study, which we hope that you guys have taken the time to go on Amazon and get your copy. Kim, you want to show them the cover? So this is it. Um, Ten women 
of the Bible one by one. They changed the world. So please, if you haven't gotten your study yet, go out and get it um, this week. As a matter of fact, they'll deliver it to you overnight. And I think it's only 15 or $16. Yeah, it's not that much. So, um, and if you have Amazon Prime, it's the shipping is free. So, or you can go to local book, uh, your local bookstore. I'm sure they have some there as well. But today we're going to getting into tough to swallow, which is day one in lesson one. This is that segment. And it says by the time, think about this in your life though, before we get into this, think about this in your life. Have there been times where the promise just kind of lingered? You know, you're believing God for something. I mean, Kim's we talked about this last yeah, week. We did. Yeah, we did. Kim's yeah. lingering promise of, of owning her own home yeah. um, has put her into a situation where the Lord opened another avenue for her to be yeah. blessed, yes. um, to have a beautiful home to live in. As a matter of fact, we're sitting in her little dining area mm-hmm. uh, right now. So we're just thankful that God God provides, right? But it, sometimes His promises don't look like we think they should look no. like. No, and I don't think that they ever really do. No, never. Yeah. We can have a concept or an idea, but God is still God. Yeah, and and I think, you know, you just had a situation where Jennifer and her husband just opened a new church. I did. Um, did. Her husband is pastoring a church called Arbol de la Vida. And Mm -hmm. it's on Fowler Street. It's in the Christian Outreach Center. So if you are Hispanic and you're looking for a home church, by all means, go to 3500 Salad Street us. and come and join them. It's an amazing church. Yes. But it didn't happen in the way that you thought it was going to happen, right? No, not at all. wasn't expecting to be ordained as a pastor. That wasn't on my agenda. But, you know, I trust God that he knows what he's doing. And, and we're going to continue to pursue and what God has And it's only growing and store. getting better. Yes. And, you know, For you can actually the catch them mm-hmm. on Facebook, too, Facebook yes. Live. Mm-hmm. So just go to Jennifer's Facebook page. And well, it's Arbol de la Vida. Oh, Arbol so, de, yeah. Arbol de la Iglesia de Arbol de la Vida. Yeah. But so, it's beautiful. But, anyway. but here we're talking about this Bible study, and it is. Yes, but I was just saying. Yeah, it's tough to that, swallow. That was, was tough, tough for to me swallow. to swallow. It was. It really it was. was. She had a really hard time. You know. Yeah. Processing. But actually, all I'm saying is that as she accepted it. Yeah. The plan began to unfold. Yes. And that is where we are with Sarah right yes. now. The plan is beginning to unfold. She's starting to get it. Yeah. It's tough. To, it's a tough pill to swallow, but she's starting to get the promise. And so she's yeah. going to hold close to this promise. And so um, Abraham, if you start reading, we want you to read in Genesis 15, 2 through 3. But it says, God's response. Okay. So, Master, you've given me no children, and now a mere house servant is going to get it all? This is Abraham speaking to, to God, saying, wait a minute, this Hagar woman has birthed my child, and this is not the promise that you promised me. Mm-hmm. God's response to him was no problem. Right. No problem. It's, right. That's not a problem for me. And it's not. Things in situations and circumstances in our life, it's not a problem for God. We have to always remember to bring things to to his feet in every circumstance. But mm-hmm. Abram must have looked over at Sarah at that point. And, and he, you know, he's thinking, my goodness, this is a hard thing to swallow. Yes. He invites Sarah to a candlelight dinner. We're just going to imagine this. Come here, Sarah. We have a promise for you. Abraham. Abram, yes, Lord, all this land will be yours. Imagine God telling you that your children will someday own Fifth Avenue 
and you will understand Abram's hesitation. Could you imagine? Sometimes I think if God reveals us the pro- the big picture promises in our lives, it could be so overwhelming that it'd be hard for us to receive. And like Abraham, who looked down at his loins and said, you're going to bring nations from these dried up old loins? And what about Sarah? She, her, she's way past yeah, childbearing she's, years. She's been bearing for years. Yes. And she hasn't given me children yet. So. Yes. But but anyway, God proceeds, and he invites, uh, and, you know, the, the, the conversation between God and Abram in Genesis 15, the Hebrew name that Abram calls God in verse 2 is Adonai, which means Lord Adonai. Master. Lord Master. And so what does this tell us about Abraham? Yeah. It's uh, how he viewed God. I think he viewed him quite highly. You know, well, he, he had total respect for him. Yes. And remember what the Lord said to Abraham. He said, come out of your tent. He said, when the sun had set and darkness had fallen. Oh, no, that's the wrong one. Okay. So he took him outside. So Abraham is now, he's in his tent. Mm -hmm. He's looking at his loins. He's looking at Sarah. He's looking at his circumstances, his environment. And he's saying, hey, this isn't adding up. No. This is a tough pill to swallow. You're going to be nations from this dried up old mess. Mm-hmm. And so what does the Lord's response to him? He takes him out of his tent and he says to him, and this is in Genesis fifteen five. look up at the sky and count the stars. If indeed you can count them. So that was his problem. He, that was his promise that he was going to have nations that were even greater than the multitude of the stars in the sky. And I remember this reminds me of a story in my own life. And this is where mm-hmm. our Bible studies really become personal. Right. right. Kim? Yes. I mean, everything that we're doing and walking together with the word, we can see that God's word is applicable to our lives. Yes. And so I remember when me and Tino uh, still lived in a tiny little trailer. We had our second child. Mm -hmm. We only had two bedrooms. We were in need of space and, and, but, but our circumstances were not conducive to even being approved to buy a house. Mm. And so, although we had had our jobs for many years, um, we neither one of us was making a lot of money. We were surviving. And the idea that we could actually purchase a home and be approved by a mortgage, as a matter of fact, we were denied by many uh, during that season. But one day I was in the house and I was with my two babies and I was just feeling a little overwhelmed and just felt like, wow, this is not going to happen. And right. so the Lord yeah. called me out. And he had me walk down to, we used to go to this little park. It's called a Snell Park off of McGregor. It's a beautiful park. It's just an open field with a huge uh, banyan tree. Banyan tree. Banyan tree. Mm -hmm. Right off of the water. And so we would go there and sit and the kids would climb the tree. And it was just beautiful. Yeah. That's a that that's it. That's uh, just a creation. Of yes, God. absolutely. Who can make a tree like that? Those, that, those are amazing. Gorgeous, trees. gorgeous. Yeah, they're amazing trees. So I was sitting there, and he and he reminded me of Abraham's story, and he said, "Sometimes I just need you to get out and look up. Look up at what I can do. Look around at your creation, because your God is greater than your circumstances." This is what he spoke to my heart, and I believe that that's what he's speaking to your heart today too. God is greater than your circumstances. Of Psalms eighty four eleven, it says, "For the Lord God is the sun and the shield; the Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does He withhold from those who walk whose walk is blameless." And you know, when you what what it means to walk blameless is to walk in faith. Yes, absolutely, and to just trust God when. It, when you don't see the well, answers you don't ahead, when you don't understand, yeah. when you don't know 
what the what's around the corner. Right. That's when your faith. That's when you're walking blamelessly yes. before the Lord because you're trusting Him in all things. Yes. And so that's just such a beautiful. And you just verse. did that though too, Kim. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it's hard. It's yes. really hard. But Kim, Kim went through a season. Why don't you tell them about how you had to pack up and and. And no, just have faith that God would supply supply a place. Well, you know, um, we knew that our lease was going to come up. They sold they sold the place that we were living in. We were renting, and um, so I knew that I wasn't going to pay double the rent than what they wanted wanted us to do. So you know that wasn't an option for us. So I said, okay, I'm just going to start packing, and I started packing several months ahead of time. And so, actually, I had the house all packed up, and mm-hmm. it came down to the deadline. Our lease was up, and so we were there basically almost a month and a half longer wow. than what we were supposed mm-hmm. to be. And um, I didn't know where we were going to go. So, and then... Uh, but you were faithful. Our, but we were faithful. Because and I the whole believing. time, she, mm-hmm. she gets this expression. I think I talked about this a little bit last week. When she is really holding... Uh, steadfast to something that God has promised her. She mm-hmm. has an expression about her when she speaks. No, God is going to provide. Yeah. God is going to provide. There's a firmness. There's a confidence that isn't there normally. But yeah. when God speaks to us, yeah. aren't we like that? Yes, it was like that. And so I didn't know. And so one, a few Sundays, or the Sunday actually before we needed to really actually start searching for someplace else, uh, I get a phone call from a dear friend who mm-hmm. says that she's going out of town and wanted to know if we would be interested in in her house while she was gone you know i answered to prayer you know yes. i mean i mean everything's included wow you know, kim is holding steadfast yeah. to the faith that god yeah. is going to provide her a home yeah. and and he so, did mm-hmm. and he and did. he basically told me because i kept i started praying i said god what, what you know where's where's my house yeah you know where are we going to go you know are we going to run are we going to buy you know what 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 is going to happen mm-hmm. and he said you know kim it's not going to happen the way that you think right. it's going to happen mm-hmm. and definitely this Gosh. is not how i thought it was going to absolutely happen. not but you know um i am weirdly comfortable in this place mm-hmm. and so it, it's it's been a, it's been a, just a true oh. blessing, you know. Um, you, you know, do we kind of feel kind of weird at times? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, wondering, you know, what 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 about my my own? Yeah. You know, but at the same time, we I am grateful. Yes. That God provided something to give us more time, especially in this economy. Yes. You absolutely. Know, God has a plan, and He said, "I have a plan." Yes. And so, therefore, mm-hmm. I just have to hang tight, just like Abraham and Sierra were were tent dwellers and they went from place to place they never really had a permanent home right yeah they lived in tents and they traveled from place to place to place yeah and so you know we don't always know what our path may look like where god is concerned and we have to hold tight just like abram and sarah did and hang on to our faith absolutely and walk blamelessly Mm -hmm. with the lord and trust him that he's going to work everything out because he knows what we need and his promise is that i will Give you everything that you need, yes, and give you your heart's desire, right? If you walk before me, and 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 really, one of the major lessons that we learned, um, just with building two girls in a Bible, is to walk as though you have everything you need. Yes, I mean that's what he spoke to us to the very beginning, and that's what we we've continued to do from that day forward. And Kim, can you read Psalms eighty four eleven? Because that is so fitting. Could you read it again now? Because I I just think it's so. For the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does He withhold from those who walk whose walk is blameless. Your, and I'm here to share with you 
that if you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, if you know him as your Lord and Savior, I want you to understand that your walk before him is blameless. Yes. Everything that you've done wrong has been blotted out by the blood of Christ. Hi, hi, Graciela's on. Hi, honey. I'm so I'm so glad to see you. But I just want you to hold fast to to that hope, to that belief. Because you know what? Our imperfect and doubting faith cannot prevent God from keep from keeping his promises. And also, God may call us to move outside of our comfort zone, Ooh. but being tent dwellers will prepare us to be ready when God calls us. That's right. Amen. And the, lastly, God, God never, never forgets. forgets his promises and our confidence is in those promises is rooted in our relationship with him. In our relationship with him. So Remember this. We have to have that tight relationship with him. Absolutely. We have to go to that secret place. We have to spend time with him and yes. worship him and just yeah. believe that what he says is true. And remember this, in Matthew 14, 31, even Peter doubted. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught Peter. Peter was sinking mm-hmm. in the water. He was the one who stepped out of the boat in faith. And in, in essence, Cam, there are times, even in our journey, that we stepped out in faith, pursuing this vision and this and this uh, mission for two girls in a Bible. Right, Cam? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's been times where we have felt as though we're sinking, but Jesus has always reached his hand out. You have little faith, he said, and why did you doubt? Yeah. Why did you doubt? I've encouraged Kim on occasion. Oh, yeah. She's encouraged me on occasion. God is with us. He is for you. He is not against you. He has a plan for your life. He has a plan for your future. And right now, we just want to go ahead and, and close this out in prayer. And we want to encourage you that even when you're faithless, because 2 Timothy ten thirteen says, even when you're faithless, he remains faithful. Because he cannot deny himself. So hold close to that scripture. Mm -hmm. The prayer for today is this. Lord, thank you for grafting us into your promise of salvation. Thank you for the example of Sarah and Abram. Give us the confidence they had to call you Adonai. Master. In other words, you are the master, the Lord of our universe. You're the one who we cry out to, the one that we run to in every circumstance. All of our pain, all of our suffering, we leave it at your feet, Lord. We thank you, Lord. No matter what the circumstances are, we worship you. And help us to always remember that above all, the ultimate promise is fulfilled in relationship with you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen, and amen. amen. And so now we have a call to action. So I want everybody to listen up. Go to our YouTube page, and you can just Google Two Girls in a Bible at this point. I think we're pretty popular on Google. So you can mm-hmm. just Google Two Girls in a Bible, and we'll come up. And I want you to, or you can go to our website, twogirlsinabible.org. Yeah. And at the top, just click and subscribe. There's a black scroll across the top. Click and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We want to see that we get 1,000 subcri- subscribers because Kim and I are looking forward to going live yes. this coming year. So in 2023, that's and our we goal. We need your help. We need your help to do it. Yeah, so go Go to to YouTube YouTube and and subscribe. Get your alerts. We're not really posting. We want to get our thousand subscribers. We're trying to push our social media and our personal contacts here in Fort Myers, Florida, Mm -hmm. which 
which we're just building relationships yeah. with people. We're, we're loving on people. Kim and I are out uh, ministering to, to young women yes. on a weekly basis, um, mm-hmm. answering phone calls and questions and encouraging and helping women walk through their day-to-day life. And we hope that we're, we're doing the same with you too. Mm-hmm. And so please comment, like, share, follow us, all of those great things on social media. And remember that we have our... Kim, tell them about our conference that's coming up. Our October eighth is coming October eighth, and it's going to be at Ocean Church again. And, and, and this year we have an amazing worship team that yeah. is going to be living worship. It's going to actually be the Ocean Church's worship yes, team. Yes, so yes. We're, excited we're excited about that. About that. Mm-hmm. And you know, and also, so we just kind of want to wrap this up. We just want you to remember that Sarah was a woman who was walking in faith. Yeah. And can you just imagine being that old and being that barren for so many years yeah. and waiting on the promise that God said that you are going to be bear, the mother. Be the mother of, of nations. Of nations. Of the multitude. And so, you know, with can you imagine the conversations that her and Abram must have had? Oh, I'm sure. And you know, so but we want to encourage you, if you feel barren. Yeah. If you feel barren in a promise, if you feel barren in a hope or without children. Or without you, or physically without children, then we we just pray for you right now yeah. that you begin to hold fast yes. to God's promise for you to multiply yes. and be fruitful and fill yes. the earth with. If In it's a vision, things. if it's a physical child, no matter what it is, yes. we're believing God with you that he's going to fulfill the promise in yeah. Jesus name. And just know that God is true to his promises. Yes. Next week will be uh our our chapter is going to start with Day helping two. helping God racking up the charges. So let, the week before last was kind of the introduction. Today was the first week and next week we'll be talking about racking up the charges. What does that mean for Sarah? Yes. You know, what does that mean for Abram and even for Hagar? What does yes, that mean? Absolutely. So that is where we're going to be picking up next week and we hope that you join us. Yes. And just remember this. You, you will always, always have, have a friend with two girls and, and a Bible. Bible.